What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Business Breakthrough. Today, I sit down with Vincenzo. He is a Northern Pennsylvania painting contractor wanting to create some systems in his business, hitting some roadblocks. So we're going to hammer it out. Uh, it's an awesome episode. Great business breakthrough. And I really think he got a lot out of it. So did I. So I think you're going to love it as well. So the business breakthrough starts right now. Contractors all over the world are wanting more, more time, more freedom, more impact. The way we do this is through implementing systems, processes, standards. Welcome to the Contractor Secrets Podcast. Here we hit business strategy, coaching, mindset, motivation, the tools you need for success. So strap in, listen up, and get ready to grow on the Contractor Secrets Podcast. cool all right let's get rocking what's up everyone uh welcome to the business breakthrough i got vicenzo here uh northern pennsylvania painting contractor um ready to rock man i'm just gonna let you tell me what's going on man tell me the good tell me what's uh an area that you want some help in so um i've had the company for about going on three years now um everything uh has been a learning curve from start to finish um i started in the beginning of the pandemic um, was when I officially became an LLC. So um, it, for most people, it was a little chaotic time, but for us, luckily um, it was a blessing. You know, we, um, I got a work waiver from the governor and we were just nonstop the entire time. So it was, it was pretty awesome. Uh, so that's the good. Um, as far as the bad uh, right now, I'm, trying to implement systems into the company and, um, you know, getting to know different, um, between SOPs and, um, you know, trying to figure out, you know, um, the numbers behind jobs and everything like that. And, um, I've been doing it solo, like all pretty much everything minus, you know, the crew that I've hired. So, um, it's, uh, been a little overwhelming. How many people in the crew? Uh, as of right now four. Good for you. Are they subs or are they employees? No, they're employees. Do you have a payroll system that you use? Yes. Okay. So you're not painting? No. Um, at times I do. Um, you know, if we're shorthanded and stuff, um, sure. I have. Uh, are they working right higher. now? Do you keep them together or do you separate them? Um, right now they're together. And so um, I'm currently trying to expand into a second crew. Okay. But, um, you know, three and the, three. Yeah, pretty much. Um, it's just I'm trying. It's hard to kind of find the right recruits. You yeah. know what I mean? Sure, that's the hardest part of business in general. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so you got four guys right now. You're you're managing the sales aspect of things. First business, very good on getting four guys together. Um, have you uh identified a leader of the crew? I mean, is there somebody that kind of goes to bat for you more than anyone else? Yeah, so um, I kind of developed a little hierarchy within it. So I have my crew lead, um, uh, who's an older gentleman named Vern, and then um, I have my foreman, who um, he's been with me almost from the gate. You know, uh, maybe eight months after I had started the company. So he's been, What's his you name? know, I trained him from how to hold a paintbrush to wow. where he's at now, and now he's you know leading in. I'm working on kind of transferring him 
to kind of dabble with estimates and um, customer interactions. Love that. So what's his name? His name is Steve. All right. So he's kind of the he's like your guy. Yeah, that's my main man. All right, cool. And then Vern's running the uh, running the crew now on the job. Uh, everyone's painting all day right now, right? Every day, everyone's painting. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, let's talk about some of the things that uh, you know you said. I mean, in terms of developing systems, that's what you said is like an area of like concern. What systems are you trying to develop? So, um, basically, like uh, a better training system for onboarding new employees. Um, that's a big one because uh, normally I've been uh, I'll be on the job and, you know, I'll train everybody. But then when I step off, it kind of is like almost every man for himself because there's not that strategy in place or like right. um, basically like a, a reference sheet almost. Sure. So, so let me um, ask you this before we go further. What I mean, if it, what, what do you if I call you and I ask what services you provide, what would you tell me? interior exterior um painting wall covering staining staining um yeah pressure washing um waterproofing you guys do wallpaper removal yes popcorn removal yep okay as Um, much as the guys may not like it cabinet (laughs) do you do cabinet refinishing yes okay um within the last two weeks can you run through all the different job types you guys have done so um in the past two weeks we've been in um a, it's you know borderline the last like winter over here so uh we've been in interiors um uh, a couple of weeks ago we had a popcorn ceiling removal um then we had a minor wallpaper removal job while doing the rest of the interior a lot of um refinishing of seams and tape uh we actually, which I normally don't do, the interior that we just closed, uh, the basement needed to be refinished. So I took on the drywall and uh, it was kind of a little bit of a learning curve for some of the guys. I normally don't do that because my guys tend, I want them to just focus on painting, but it was very minor. So it was only like maybe a yeah. bedroom and a half. Yeah. Wow. Holy smokes, dude. I mean, you're, you're taking on everything that comes your way. I, um, yeah, I, tr- I try to kind of pinpoint like my area as to where, like I, um, so I, I have like my target area, obviously. So I try not to go outside of that, but, um, In another terms of thing the area that, want- that that's irrelevant. It's a matter of like, when you tell me you want to create a system, you know, it's really hard to create a system when you guys are stopping and going every, every week. You know, like in other words, like systems come from repetition, right? Yeah. Doing the same thing over and over, identifying the areas that are weak throughout that repetition and consistency, and then dialing in on those areas and creating systems within that system. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. You know what sense. I'm saying? Yeah. It's hard for you to get feedback because every week you're doing something different. You can't get feedback. And systems don't just happen. Systems start off horrible. Usually they start off with uh, usually the beginning stages of a system is a plan, right? In other words, we say, all right, well, let's try doing an interior this way and see what the result ends up being, right? Did we, did we hit our goal? Was it efficient? Did we, did we beat our target in terms of when the job was going to be done? Right. And then you look back at that and you say, okay, can we repeat that? 
okay, we can, let's try it again and see if that's true. And then you repeat it, right? And then you say, right. okay, this is a system, this works. Now let's document it, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is a yeah, process that requires you to do the same things over and over and over and over again. So it becomes repetitious. In other words, what's happening, and I'm going to picture myself, you have a team of four, right? Yeah. Okay, there's somebody that's at the bottom of the totem pole. Not saying he's a bad person or he sucks. I'm just yeah. saying if you had to put the that least hierarchy, experience, yeah. least experience, okay? I'm coming into your job essentially thinking, man, what do I got to do today? What do I got to learn? Would it like what would it what is going to be my my hurdle and challenge today? In other words, imagine if you were a franchise owner and you were I use Starbucks a lot because I had them this morning. I don't know, <laughs> franchise everyone knows, whatever. Okay. And you were a barista. Okay. Now, typically, franchises are known for having the same menu all over the place. And you may have heard me say this on podcasts, but just follow me because it's different when it relates to your situation. Just 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 hang in there. Okay. okay. Baristas taught, hey. You need to learn this drink, this drink, this drink, and this drink. Great. Okay, cool. I'm going to learn that. I'm going to learn these drinks. That's what I signed up for when I got the job. Okay. Now the barista gets a call from the manager and says, hey, today we're going to be doing steaks. And, and we're also going to be doing French fries. So I need you to learn the grill. And, and the barista is like, all right, well, I guess I, that's what I got to do. I got to learn the grill. Okay. Well, what you're trying to do as the business owner is you're trying to make sure that the barista can make those four drinks in a consistent way. But you're also having them do other things that are taking away from them perfecting one thing. And, and, and it's a really, really big problem in our industry. It's not just you. It's something that I hit probably one out of every four business breakthroughs I do is this. And I'm going to tell you why. And maybe I'm wrong, but I'm going to probably be right. You're not spending very much on marketing, are you? No. Okay. That's why this is happening. It's because... Starbucks does a great job of marketing to the world. Hey, we make coffee. They did a great job of it. Everyone knows when you go to Starbucks, you're going for the coffee, right? Yeah. Okay. They are a coffee first company. And just if you're there, they've gotten to a point where they can easily supply you with breakfast. Is their breakfast like right home worthy? Probably not. <laughs> you know? But where yeah. I'm getting at, brother, is that they've perfected one thing first. And in your business, that's something that you've got to consider now that you have people under you. Now, for you, you're an expert, I assume. You know how to tape. You know how to, to rock. You know how to, to do all these things. Great. But when you yeah. have other people doing that, they don't have the same level of care, concern, drive as you do because you were doing it for profit. So you took all the responsibility. You took the time. You took the energy to focus and do that. And you got over it. These people are making a wage. Yeah, absolutely. So you see what I'm saying? It's like, so the reason why I said, hey, you're not, I know you're not spending anything on marketing because what marketing does aside from getting your name out there is it trains your customers on what to ask you for. You're not going to go to Starbucks and ask for a filet mignon because you know they don't do that. They could. I'm sure yeah. they, got some, they got a microwave in there. If they really wanted to sell it to you, they probably could. But <laughs> they don't for a reason because they're tied to their system. They're tied to their strategy. They're tied to their, their, their consistency because they know that it's better to serve one thing really well than eight things and have systems all over the place and no predictability. No, yeah. So that's that on sense. you. So that's on you to be the one to say no. Now, I get it. Big money popcorn. 
big money wallpaper. These jobs are entry points to get you into these big interiors. Is that correct? Absolutely. Okay. So do you see yourself doing that? I mean, when I, when you hear me say this, what are your, what is your initial thoughts to what I'm saying? Um, that you actually nailed it kind of on the head. Um, because, uh, I do depend a lot, um, which, you know, listening to your podcast, obviously I've learned, um, is a terrible way to base my business off of, but I have depended a lot on word of mouth, which is absolutely inconsistent. Um, it worked, it worked in the beginning and yeah, it, absolutely. It and, it, and, God, and God bless you, bro. It's working now, which is great. You're sustaining your business on word of mouth. You know what I'm saying? You should be proud yeah. of that. But if your goal now is to create systems, word of mouth is the, is the antithesis of systems because word of mouth just knows that you do all these things. Hey, they removed my popcorn. They did. They removed my wallpaper. Hey, they, they'll do drywall for you if you need them to. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and that hurts your ability to, to predict results and scale because you cannot scale skill. You can scale a system that has skill sets inside of it, but you can't, you can't scale individual skill, right? And these jobs, popcorn removal, okay? You need to make sure that if somebody does popcorn removal, they know how to use the Festool. They know how to sand. If you're using a Festool, they, know, they need to know how to do a, a level five finish. If it's a flat finish, if they're texturing, they need to know how to texture. If you're doing wallpaper removal, what if you get a three-layer wallpaper? You got to make sure somebody knows how to scrape that without damaging the drywall. You got to make sure that somebody knows how to, again, level five finish, skim coat the wall, sand it. These are just barriers, bro, stopping you from getting to your interior and exterior repaints. Every single time you take one on, it delays the system from coming to fruition. And it's frustrating your team, believe it or not, bro. Yeah, I never thought it in that perspective. It's frustrating them. Nobody, you just said it. You know, well, you kind of do know it. You said it. Well, they probably don't like it, but you need to build your business in a way that you're working for them because ultimately, you know, they're working for you, but you want to make it to where they feel as though they're heard, validated, and they can accomplish something every day. Yeah. And you throw me into a popcorn one day, you throw me into a drywall the next day, and then you're telling me, hey, we got to finish up and you're not happy with my standard and quality, you have to come on the job because you know that we're not doing our job. That kills the morale of your team, brother. Yeah. Nobody's getting I've actually, I've actually noticed that in like little little hints here and there. About nobody's, getting, that. nobody's getting a victory. Nobody's feeling yeah. though that they're doing their job and people want to feel that. They want to feel like they got it. Nobody wants their freaking boss to come in. It's like their mommy coming in, bro. Yeah. You know? So... The first thing you got to understand is that marketing is going to save you from this. You've already made money. Okay. You felt the feeling of making money. You understand that the market for what you do is massive. You can survive off a of word of mouth forever, but you won't develop the systems that you need to develop, you know, and marketing yeah. doesn't need to be anything more than running a couple Facebook ads, boosting posts saying interior and exterior painting, you know, so on and so forth, getting on Angie leads, you know, if you've ever heard of them home advisor, because they allow you to target the job types you want. And if anything, yeah. see it as this, this is a six month challenge to see if you can only survive off of what you're actually in business to do interior and exterior painting. And here's the challenge, bro. I'm telling you what's going to happen. Let's say you follow my, my advice here and you do it. What's going to happen is Mrs. Jones is going to say, Hey, can you remove this wallpaper? And then you've got to make a decision on if you're bold enough to say, Mrs. Jones, you need to find someone to take care of that. We are experts at painting and you want us to be good at painting. So we're going to stick that. But as soon as you get that taken care of, we can get you on the schedule for painting. 
And when you can get to that level, that's when you're going to start seeing that you are number one, doing what's in the best interest of your employees by only taking things that you, you can train them on and you can get them to incrementally get better at, and you can help them see the workflow that you're telling me you want your managers to be able to do of being able to delegate jobs in a way that gets the job done efficiently. Right. Because what you're yeah. having to do is come in there and give the game plan every time. Right. You're going to, you're coming yeah. in there and, and, and Tom Brady in the game, telling them where to do what to do that. That's, that's, that's not, that's almost as, as bad as you doing the painting every day. Yeah, sure. And the reason why is because you're doing They're eight different jobs. You're doing eight different jobs. Nobody yeah. can focus. They're just so head down. Like, all right, we got popcorn today. They're always in fight or flight mode, bro. Yeah. Rather than that comfort of just being sure that, you know, they're catching on to a certain point and then, you know, getting thrown through a ringer. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I don't know if you know uh, the Bible. There's a good verse, Palm 23, where it talks about a, uh, a you know, a sheep herder. Right. And, and it's like the, the, the sheep herder's job is to ensure that their sheep are happy, comfortable, taken care of. And I'm not relating my employees to sheep, but I do see it in a way is that I got to look out for them, bro. I don't want them flustered. I don't want them stressed. I don't want them in a way that makes them resent working for me. So everything that I do, I try to think of my workers first. Whenever I take on jobs that big ticket items, big profit, big money, wanting to please customers first before my, my employees, then I'm only looking out for myself. And I got to check myself every once in a while. There's been jobs that, dude, you think I pull up to an estimate on an 8,000 square foot house and get excited? I don't get excited. I think, damn, they're going to be stressed when they pull up to this. I could probably yeah. get four small ones and make more and they'll feel happier and not be done after that one's done. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's the mindset of a leader. That's not in a scarcity mindset that knows that this marketing is going to generate more leads for him. And he doesn't have to, he could be selective. And when you could get selective in business, that's when you start seeing doors open for you. That's when you start seeing systems being able to be created. People want to buy in more talk to your manager. He's, he's all in. He loves it because he feels as though he's got it under control. And that's how I would feel as a manager. If you were my boss, I'd be like, bro, I don't want you coming on my jobs. Yeah, true. And it's, it's funny. Cause I do like, um, I do pride myself in how well, like I think about my employees, I put them first in all aspects, you sure. know what I mean? Um, between like how they're doing at home, you know, um, just checking up on them, things like that. But Love I that. never, put in perspective the fact of you know what something as simple as the job I take on the impact that that could have when they're trying to get to their own um you know uh point you know, of yeah. like success in like individually right. you know right. what I mean yeah this is a, I love this business because it's an accomplishment business we're not you know I, I tell people you know you put somebody on a job for six months where the motivation drops off right but what's cool about our business is we're only at a house maybe four days five days a week you know, and we get like, we get many accomplishments throughout the year of every job that we finish, you know, and it's like, although yes, you're doing that in a multiple capacity, but not only are they going to get the ex external accomplishment of like, Hey, we finished this job. They're going to get the internal accomplishment of I'm getting better, faster, and more efficient at my job. Yeah. Which, what does that usually relate to in terms of uh, their expectation of what you owe them? As, as far as well in other words if i'm doing great and i'm better than i was when you hired me and i'm incrementally getting better and i'm producing more work for you and i'm producing more volume and i'm feeling more confident and i'm learning and i'm growing and i'm communicating better with customers because i'm confident 
What do you owe me at this point in time? A raise. Thank you. And what employees come to work and don't want to earn more money? Yeah, not very. But what employees yeah. are able to come to you in a way that says, hey, I'd like a raise, but first they're not confident though because they know that they're doing eight different jobs and they can't really measure their progress on those jobs. So how could they expect you to measure their progress? Yeah, that's very bad. I mean, I, I try to, um, uh, like that's one thing that uh, I implement in the company is I try to give raises as I see do. So like I, I, I do pay close attention to individuals. Um, you know, I've had um, people who've gotten three raises in a year, Love that. you know, um, I you don't and I are like a lot that. alike. I'm telling you, I know I, I, the only thing that you're missing that's going to crank this machine on to the point where you feel as though things are predictable and systemized is marketing. You yeah. need a marketing flow. You need predictability. And if you talk systems, that's a system right now. If word of mouth, the valve shut off, what would you do? If you I didn't get calls, I'd have to go out there and find means too. Right. You'd have to knock on doors. You'd have to hustle, right? Yeah. So that's maybe a, it, that's uh, dead. Well, I'm saying that in terms of your business, you want to, you want to have, look, systems are all about predictability. When you think systems, usually we relate that to production, right? We think, well, if we're on, if we're dealing with systems, a system is how we produce jobs. That's a very easy system to implement, right? Go to the job, greet the customer. First thing we do, go to the van, grab the floor paper, put the floor paper out. That's a system, right? But there's systems in every area of your business. That's just production systems. There's yeah. administrative systems. Like when, how does it happen? What happens when somebody calls your business? Is That's a system, believe it or not. And yeah. you might think, well, maybe it's not a system, but even not having a system is a system. It's just a sucky one. Right. No, yeah, comes, no, I do. Yeah, I have systems. You get that concept, right? That. So when it comes to marketing, the only system you have right now is how you handle word of mouth marketing. And as a business owner, it's wise for you to build the muscle of paid marketing and understand how that that game works. Because when you grow right now, what you're probably seeing is your word of mouth is sustaining your one crew. Typically, you only need one to two jobs a week. Yeah. But when you grow, that doubles. Do you yeah. think your word of mouth is just going to automatically double at the same time you decide to, to no, double that, cruise? No, that actually prevents me from growing right now. Right, right. So the marketing needs to be learned before the growth so you can predict. You can say, okay, how much money do I need to crank in the marketing to get X amount of estimates? How many estimates do I usually sell, right? What's my closing ratio, right? So then you could say, okay, well, I need to spend two grand on marketing. That's going to get me 20 estimates. And if I have a 50% closing ratio, I'm going to sell 10 jobs for the month. Yeah. So that makes a lot more sense. Cause yeah, that's what, um, I like, I mean, I allocate some money, to, like, um, I put up a, a billboard, you know, so that's, that's helped tremendously. But, um, you know, as far as like the lead agencies, right. I, I use them for like my first three months into business, but then I, it was it was more of a payout than uh income uh generating what lead you know? agencies did you use just curious um i thumbtack actually was probably the best one i honestly okay. used uh, in the beginning because um they're a little bit more they give you a little more room to breathe as to what you take on what they charge you um angie's listen home advisor um 
pretty much ran my pockets. Uh, sure. so this, you know, um, so, but, so one thing, and you signed up for your job. We just talked about this, right? So yeah. like when it comes like, again, think of everything that you do naturally and understand that there, the system can be improved, right? So in other words, back then, when you got those leads, you had to manually follow up with them, right? Yeah. And you were busy, you were painting, and you know that that matters, right? How quickly you get a hold of them. Because oh, absolutely. That that could be that could be a make or break. The, the, the like, deciding factor right there. Deciding factor, right? So with drip yeah. jobs, one of the features is you sign up for Angie leads. You sign up for Facebook or Thumbtack. Within seconds, drip jobs grabs that lead information through the interworld and sends them a text message and an email on your behalf with a link for them to commit to an estimate right there. Faster oh, wow. than you can. Oh yeah. Faster than you can imagine even trying, right? That is what I'm talking about. That's a system. Look, Leads are leads. They're just people that put in a request to have work done. What you do after you get that information is entirely up to you. Whether you call them or whether you follow up with them or whether you stay on them, the, the company selling you this information, they don't care. <laughs> like, yeah. so, so when I go back to you first starting out your business, because I was the same way, I didn't really understand as much as I do now how vital it is to call, 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 text, 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 email, uh, yeah. email, email get them on the schedule, get them committed, you know? So I think at this point, because you've grown in business, you probably understand this concept way more. It's worth giving another oh, shot. Absolutely. Yeah. And when you do, like I said, you already signed up with drip jobs. So we'll get it connected for you, you know, and, and you'll see how much of a difference that makes. No, is that, but, is that transitional amongst like all platforms? Like, um, however, uh, a lead is generated, is it almost like funneled into the drip jobs no matter it is. where it, it comes from? It, well, we, we got to help you. I mean, we'll, we'll set that yeah, up. I mean, yeah. Yeah. But in most cases, yeah. In most cases, oh, yeah. Okay. It's automatic. It just drops right in, gets a drip message right away. And, and here's the kicker though. You've done this. So, you know, if the lead doesn't answer the phone or respond to one of these messages on day one, before you would just be like, well, all right, well, they're a bad lead, or maybe you'd call again randomly the next day, and then you'd be like, well, whatever, they don't want the job, right? They don't want to deal with me. Yeah. Your jobs follows up with them every day until they either respond to you or they book one of the two. Oh, really? Yeah, because yeah. that's always that's always been something too that like um, I get that where like I don't want to bother them, you know what I mean? I don't want to seem like I, like desperate for it, you know, when I'm following up things like that. Right. So that yeah. I mean that that alone is kind of a big deal because you know like I said like um just trying to allocate time alone to follow up with every single person you know um right. try to even um like I I tried to um add in to the fact of like um showing previous customers that we appreciate them you know if they send us referrals um you know send them like a little gift card or something just to you know thank you for being love a it. fan type love things you it. know a lot of those things are great in a sense like i know you said you did the billboard i know you said you know like these are great but they're still passive right you're essentially you, like i want you to understand this concept so well that you're as excited about marketing as i am and i want you to understand this term called the the customer's journey right the customer's journey. Now we talked a little bit about your employee's journey just now, what they think, what they feel, this empathy toward these people, right? So, so when it comes to your customer journey, though, I want you to understand how it happens when they actually make the decision to buy something. So in other words, when they see that ad on Angie or they see that ad on Home Advisor, you got to understand what happens though, because they're sneaky, bro. They put out something that says, see how much it is to get your house painted. 
right? And then yeah. that person thinks that once they hit submit, that they're going to just get a price in most cases. No, oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Right. So if you're going to sell, sell customers who come in through that channel, you got to know the buyer's journey. Now think about the Facebook. Well, I, I, I mean, I, I kind of do have, um, have you ever read the book, uh, story brand? I've heard of it. Any good? It's actually, um, tremendous book. Um, story and it, it kind of, um, it's about like, you know, building your brand, but it puts you in that position of, yeah. you know, um, basically, in layman's terms, it breaks it down to as if like the story, your um, the customer is the um the the person in a comic book, and you're the superhero who finds who who they're they're looking for, and you kind of like they may not even be thinking that they need you, right. but it's your job to let them know that you're the answers to their problems, essentially. That's part one, though, because there are customers that know they need you you do sell a need-based product you understand yeah. that right like you sell something that people can't advance in their endeavors without right yeah. it's not like it's not like strip jobs right people can still be contractors and still run their businesses without drip jobs right so yeah. then, and when it comes to what you just told me, my job is to convince, hey, you actually do need this and, and, and help them see that. Do you understand? Yeah. But when it comes to the painting side, you're right. There are people in, and let me give you an example, kitchen cabinet refinishing, right? Kitchen yeah. cabinet refinishing. Does anyone really need that in order to advance in their life? No. Right. So story brand, what you just explained to me, that's one of those things. That's a want based. You need to convince that it's cheaper than replacing and it'll make you feel amazing when you see your fresh white different kitchen and it can be painted right do you understand oh, yeah. that but let me ask you this question someone that's moving into their house that's got movers coming on the 21st that they need to paint their house before they can move in a little bit different right oh yeah Okay. 100%. So the reason why I say that is because you got to know these different channels, right? You got to understand that when someone goes through the process of a home advisor, they are high on the level of need. They have already identified, I need this done. I'm interested. And I've already assigned a budget in my mind to it. That's why when you pay home advisor, it's usually the highest because home advisor knows this. But if you ran Facebook ads and you were just scrolling on Facebook and you seen a before and after of a kitchen, and you said, I didn't know you can paint kitchen cabinets like that. And they submit that request. That lead is not going to convert as high as the home advisor one will. Okay. Do you understand that? Yeah. So in other words, Facebook leads are more volume. Thumbtack leads are more volume. In other words, like, again, you got to go through that customer journey of what home advisor or Angie's asking. That questionnaire is pretty deep. What's your budget for the project? How many square feet? Do you have like, and if you picture someone going through all that, you know that they're at the highest level, they're ready to go. They want you to come and give them a price, you yeah. know? So the reason I'm saying all this is because that's going to help you identify the exact customers that you need to accomplish what we're trying to accomplish, which is creating better systems, you know? So and, now, and Go ahead. How would I, how would I, um, like, would you have any tips on how to develop a better, like, um, a stabilized marketing system? 
that would be like maybe more organic as opposed to lead agencies, like more something along the lines of like ad, um, Facebook ads, you know, Google ads, um, I mean, but like more of like a systematic. Your, time, your time is the most valuable asset right now, Vincenzo. Your time is so valuable. The time you spend in front of qualified individuals that are ready to purchase your product. Don't even worry about organic marketing right now. You can do that when you have 155 stars on Google and you're the highest rated company in your area and people naturally just call you because they see your reputation. Do you have a Google listing? Yeah, we okay, actually, um, 37 five stars. Love it. Keep it going, right? In the next two or three years, that's just going to continue to go, continue to go, continue to grow, right? That's organic right there. That's your, that's your reputation. People are calling you off of that as we speak, right? Yeah. So in other words, you're already doing it, but you told me one of your two goals were to grow. And again, yeah. you, need, you, need, you need to pump marketing into your quote unquote pipeline in order to achieve that. And the organic stuff is just, it's too long and drawn out. Okay. I'm not saying that it can't be done, but it's like anything you think of organic is going to take your time away from the people that you could be sitting in front of selling as many jobs as possible. And that's just simply because of your bandwidth. You don't have a marketing team that's just pumping out, you know, no, social yeah. media and sending <laughs> gift baskets and hitting that referral thing. I mean, you just have a certain amount of time in your day and energy that you can actually focus on this. So pay someone to do it so you can just do what you're best at, which is selling. And let me bring this all together. You know how when I say this, it's like, well, how would I be efficient at marketing and sales at the same time? If you have 100% capacity, how could you possibly be 100% on sales and estimating and 100% on marketing? It's impossible, right? Yeah. In yes. the same way, how could you expect your employees to be 100% on interior painting, 100% on exterior painting, 100% on cabinets, 100% on wallpaper, 100% on standing? Yeah, try, well, yeah. You get it, right? So yeah. their bandwidth is, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, their 10% um, effort on each one, although yes, they work collectively, that solves the problem of whether the job gets done, but individually, you see how that could be it's pretty challenging. Like it's almost like I'm spreading them out too thin. Almost. Right. Because you're spread out too thin and it's exactly. natural to do that to the people around you because everybody's in fight or flight mode. One guy's got to come up for air and direct the ship. Yeah. You know? And it starts with you. And it starts with saying, I'm going to pay someone to do my marketing. Do you have an accountant or bookkeeper? Yes. Great. You already did that. I'm going to pay someone to do my accountant and bookkeeping. You have a payroll company. I'm going to pay someone to do my payroll, right? Okay. So marketing, you need to pay someone or something. So someone is a marketer. Something is a lead agency to take care okay. of the marketing for you, to generate you qualified appointments. So your responsibility right now is sales and project management. You do that for the next year until you get your second crew up. Okay. So then there's you not going to be good. You think, um, so out of like, um, between the systems and everything, the, I should put marketing as the main priority as of now. Absolutely. Yeah. Because marketing starts, starts the game, right? And then marketing is like a water faucet and it drips in things that your production team services. And based on your marketing, you're going to determine what water is going to fall through that faucet. Okay. You understand yeah, right now, right now you're, you're, you have no filter. There's nothing filtering it. And yeah, if you're not, 
Right. But it's still going to happen. So you need to prepare for that. You have two options. You build a team for each thing that you get, get, get calls for, right? Yeah. Somebody that just does popcorn, somebody that just does wallpaper. Then you're a, then you're a baller, bro. Then that's oh, yeah. when that, that you're a baller at that point where you can, Absolutely. where you can put a guy that's internal on a popcorn job. Oh, my popcorn guys are going to come knock that out. I don't yeah. care if you take different jobs. Don't get me wrong. Don't have the same people doing all the different jobs. Yeah. Yeah. That's Especially the when, thing when I'm trying to train and, you know, build, it's kind of yeah, extreme value when you either recommend someone for them. So they don't have to do the legwork of finding someone to do the wallpaper and a popcorn, or you have an internal solution. In other words, like, let's say I do exterior painting and there's wood rot. Okay. My painters do not do wood repair. I've not trained them on it and I don't want them wasting their time all day doing it. Yeah. So what do I do? I send my carpenter to go do it beforehand. Now, before I had a carpenter, you know what I said? Hey, reach out to a handyman. You know, here's Thumbtack. Go in there. Have someone come repair this wood before we get here. I won't charge you for it. I'd rather you, you know, pay a handyman and get it done. We're, we're experts at painting. And you know that because okay. you called us for painting. See? Yeah. So, so, I, so, I, do play, I kind of shoot myself in the foot a lot doing that. Um, you know, if a customer needs, like, for example, um, uh, a floorboard replaced on a deck that we're about to refinish, you know, um, oh, can you finish? It's one floorboard. So I'm like, ah, you know, all right. Yeah. And then, you know, next thing I know that turns into, Bro, a believe three, it or not, if you job. give directions to the customer on what to do, they'll follow them because they, they, they like you for painting and say it like this, you know, as much as I'd love to do it for you, we are experts at painting. And I think it would be best for you to find an expert at carpentry to take care of this one. And, and, you know, you'll probably save some money too. Okay. You know, I mean, that's, that's how you protect your team. Yeah. No, no. And your, yeah. And your absolutely time. right. You have to do that. I mean, I've done it. I, I deny more than I, than I accept, bro. I really do on a daily basis. My admin always asks me though. She answers the phone. She's like, Hey, will we do a commercial building? No. Hey, will we do a warehouse? No. Will we do that? No. Will we do no new construction? No cabinets. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, think of everyone around you, though, that's not sitting in on this business breakthrough and not listening to me. They're doing exactly what you're doing. So what does that do? That allows you to be an expert. If everyone takes everything and you only do one thing, you're going to be the best at it. Yeah, true. Absolutely. You know, how many different specialists are there when it comes to being a doctor? Oh, God. Tremendous. Yeah. yeah. It's the same. You know, it's the same. You go to a a primary care for one thing you go to a you know a stomach doctor yeah. for another it's the yeah, same i never deal. really thought about that yeah that's like it's like going to you know um uh, a foot doctor for your heart surgery or, yeah. you know in the inside yeah i never really thought he about wouldn't that. even take it it's like imagine if he was like all right yeah i think i can do it just because he wanted <laughs> to make the money on the heart surgery. yeah <laughs> <laughs> and i'm not saying that he wouldn't be able to figure it out but there's a lot of foot people that are going to be pissed off because they can't get to him because he's busy oh, yeah, jerking around with a heart. <laughs> you see? So yeah, take that and run with it, bro. That's the best advice I can give you today. I think you're on the right path. I love that you care about your employees. If you want it, if you want it, if your goal is to hit the number that I think you have in mind, which is a million in terms of revenue, that's a big Absolutely. asterisk for a lot of people. Uh, this is how you get there. It's a boring uh, slow process and you don't take everything. You stick at what you're good at. You're consistent. You refine your processes. And next thing you know, you'll wake up and you're there and you're not there stressed out. You're there polished, bro. No. Yeah, absolutely. I, you know, I couldn't have, you couldn't have said it better.
Cool, Thank man. You. Cool. No problem. All right, bro. Well, uh, you and I are going to jump on here in a second. I'm going to run through trip jobs with you. If are you cool with that? You got a few minutes. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yep. I'm going to cut this off. Thanks, bro. Was this helpful? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much. Oh, for this. All right, brother. Yeah, no problem. Thank you so much for listening to that business breakthrough. So after this episode and after I stop talking, you're going to hear a pro spotlight. Okay. So I'm doing pro spotlights just for those that are interested in drip jobs. If you're already a drip jobs user, it's cool because you can hear how other people are using it. And if you're not a drip jobs user, you know, I want you on board and I'm putting these here so you can hear how other people are using it. So if you have a couple minutes and you want to hang out for a little bit longer, I got one coming up with Chris Rodriguez, uh, awesome friend, killer business owner. We did a business breakthrough, met him at the PCA Expo. He came to the Drip Shops booth. You're going to love it. Here it is coming up right now. What's up, everyone? I'm here with Chris Rodriguez. Um, he's here to share a little bit about Drip Jobs and what it's been doing for him. Um, I'll start off by saying, just give me some raw, authentic thoughts about it, man. What's it doing for you? Honestly, it's been huge for us. Um, the biggest thing I've found is how much free time I've gotten now. Like it's opened up a lot of time, not only in my business, but in my personal life. So that's been huge with like the automation, with follow-ups and things like that. And also on top of that too, you know, the experience that it gives our customers, you know, how professional it looks from the beginning all the way to the end. You know, we, we really pride ourselves in the experience that we give to our customers too. So it's been perfect for us. You getting any feedback from your customers about it? Oh yeah. Tons. Every time, like, I feel like three out of every five customers, you know, come back to us and be like, Oh my God, I can't believe like how professional that was. Or, you yeah. know, you got back to us so quick, like the system's so cool and easy. Yeah, it makes it easy. You know, one thing that we we try to do is connect you to the customer in a way that where you almost feel like we work for you, you know, <laughs> that's yeah. how it is, you know, and, uh, you know, that's cool, man. So you have the, uh, so you have the automation set up. What is the, um, you know, what what is the feedback in terms of the automated drips after you send a proposal out, right? So like you send a proposal out, drip job shoots out, drip messages for the course of like a month. Have you won any jobs from it or people responding to them at the very least? <clears throat> Yeah, I told I totally have. Um, I've actually, it's funny. It works so good that sometimes I forget about jobs that we've sent out, and then I get a message back from somebody. I'm like, yeah. oh man, that, that was like two weeks ago. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I found that a lot of uh, people have been responding back. We've been getting a lot more jobs from that. And that's where we really were lacking before drip jobs. When before you signed up for drip jobs, I think you probably heard about it, right? Yeah. It, there was some apprehension, of course, new software. What is a piece of advice you have to anyone that I show this to or, or put this soundbite into uh, to them? Maybe they're on the fence. Maybe they think they have a good system. They're using Joist or uh, some of the other estimating softwares. Yep. What advice you'd give to them? Yeah, that was, uh, that was totally me. Um, I was using one of those cheaper softwares. I was on the fence, you know, a little more money, smaller business, you know, do we really need something like that? And I'm in the mindset now that it's the total opposite. Like if you're a smaller business, like you definitely need something like this. That's what I said. Like, yeah, it, it definitely, um, cause I'm like an owner operator, so I'm still in the field. So it's like almost impossible to work all day and give back to everybody. Yeah. So, you know, implementing this has been huge. It saves so much time for us. Like it, it's a no brainer. I think if you're on the fence, definitely do it and you'll thank 
Tanner and myself later. <laughs> yeah, thank you, brother. Are you sending the uh, booking link to people that call you? I am now. I saw that you did that, and I was like, Oh, that machines. button there! You saw we put the button there. No, I didn't see the button. There's a button. Yeah, on the on the app, it says new request at the bottom. Yeah. And all you gotta do is tap it, punch in the number, and it shoots them a text message with your link. Oh wow! See that? Yeah. That's another thing I love about it too. It's like it starts off; it's a great system, but you keep improving it, and it just yeah, gets better and better and better. Bringing it, and I love that because it's so easy. And and just for anyone listening, what that does someone calls you typically like it used to be all right what's your first name last name email phone number address and you're trying to get all this information you write it down somewhere or you type it in your calendar but now we just give you a link to send them and they fill it out it goes into drip jobs in the right spot creates an appointment request and sends them a text and an email in seconds and uh you can get back to doing what you're doing and you being an owner operator right now you're in a vehicle you're probably going to estimates or checking on a yep. job like you don't have time for all that man so you know that's cool yeah. I'm, glad it's, it's, I'm glad it's working out. yeah dude it it works so good i think I, I, when we met at the pc i kind of told you like i was on vacation with my family you know at disney world about to get on a ride with my daughter and two leads came in normally you know i have to call them back real quick i got on the ride with her got off and drip jobs already followed up with them and they booked both the appointments you oh. know Man, that's crazy, bro. <laughs> yeah, that, that time to me is invaluable. That's huge because you would have had to say, hold on, I got to go take care of these leads real quick because you know you were getting charged for them. Right. And you had to step away from your family in that moment, call them. Now, if they didn't answer, you would have had this feeling like, damn, like I got to now that would have been on your head. Yeah, exactly. Well, time I've been there. Um, yep. And then this thing followed up with them instantly. It's almost like you had an office admin in the office while you were at Disney. <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> and uh, yes. it was handling business for you. And uh, you didn't yep. have to text her to, or him to be like, uh, hey, follow up with that lead. <laughs> yep, exactly. So that that right there is just, the value is crazy. Like it's priceless. Right there is one of the best testimonials I've ever heard. And I've been doing this sort of system for a while, but when it became drip jobs, that was a good one right there, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, no, nah, no problem, man. It's, I love it. <laughs> Thank you, brother, for your support. Anyone listening to this, please take heed to Chris's advice. He was most in most cases just like you. I think he has a business breakthrough that you could go listen to on the podcast somewhere. But thanks, bro. I appreciate you. Yeah, no problem. All right. Man.